your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. And Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Very happy to go out to the hotline to be joined by Dave Reed, former NHL forward, a Stanley Cup champion, now an NHL network analyst. You can watch him on NHL tonight, tonight at 6.30 and tomorrow at 4.30. Plus, he will appear on NHL network throughout the rest of the NHL season and the Stanley Cup playoffs. He joins us now here on BK and Ferrario. Dave, we appreciate the time as always. How are you doing today, man? Hey, thanks very much. I'm doing well. How are you gentlemen doing? Uh, We're doing all right. The season has not gone according to plan here in St. Louis, Dave, but uh, we have had some reasons for optimism. One is Jordan Cairo, who uh, at a young age has put up 36 goals so far this season, but he's done so with, I I think it's fair to say, some defensive lapses in his game as well. What have you made of Jordan Cairo's season this year with the 36 goals that he's put up for St. Louis? Well, I'll start with this. Uh, you can't teach people to score goals. <laughs> and Jordan Cairo knows how to score goals at 36. You can teach players how to play defense. And um, some players take a little longer to understand how important that is, and other players uh, pick it up right away. But you got to remember, most players coming in the league didn't have to worry about defense. Uh, whether it was in junior college or wherever they came from, unless you, know, unless you got some guys who came over from Europe and played with when men, men's teams and understood that the, the way to play and move up the, the rankings in your, in your rosters that way. So um, I think Jordan Cairo is, is still very uh, immature as, um, as a player. And uh, I say that because um, his skill set and his understanding and his want to be offensive is, is overtaking the rest of his game and um, mature players develop and realize, you know what, if I cut back a little on the offense and improve my defense, so we're going to have more team success. So, I mean, I, and I'm saying that playing, you know, I've played in careers with the likes of Steve Eisenman's watched him grow and Mike Madonna I played with and uh, Joe Sackick and, and all these players um, were great offensive players. And when, they won Stanley Cups. They were known for their two-way games and how great defensively they were and how responsible defensively they were. At the start of their career, you didn't mention hard defense with them. So not that I'm going to compare Jordan Cairo with these guys, but um, you know, we're talking about a very talented offensive player in St. Louis. So uh, I think this year, you know, let's hope it's growing pains for everybody. And Jordan realizes, hey, you know what? I want to play in the playoffs and to do that. I'm going to have to just tweak things in my game a little bit and um, be a little more team responsible. And I, I'm sure 
I'm sure that'll come around. You know, Dave, a lot of people here in St. Louis, they see that and the issues that he's had and said, oh, well, you know, that's on Craig Berube to get the best out of him. And I know you were on the broadcast for NHL Network that game against the Predators where Berube and Kairou kind of had a, a shouting match at the end of the second period. But from somebody who's won Stanley Cups and is, who've played with those superstars and has seen a ton of young players enter the NHL, is the growth of a player like Jordan Cairo more on the guys in the locker room with them, or is it more on him internally? Uh, it's a combination of everybody. Um, you know, shouting matches on the bench with a coach, uh, it all depends on relationships with coaches. I mean, I had Ken Hitchcock in Dallas and Bob Hartley at the end of my career in Colorado, and having shouting matches with the coach and kind of FU contests with the coach on the on the bench uh, it wasn't common, but it, it was a little more common than you would anticipate because you're in the heat of the game and the battle of the game, and until you actually can sit down and look at the video together and break it down, um, it, it's it's I'm right and you're wrong, and the coach thinks the same thing. So uh, I wouldn't read too much into things like that. But I, when you have a young player like a Jordan Cairo, and and it's it's getting the veteran players around him um, and getting the coaching staff and management uh, around him and, and teaching and the understanding and really simplifying things to understand that this, this is how we're going to win as a team. And, and a lot of young players, it just takes a little longer to get the team concept um, ahead of the personal uh, goals and personal accolades. And uh, it's very difficult with a lot of players to do that. A lot of players don't want to do that. They're, 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 you know, they're worried about getting their cookies and, uh, well, if I do that, I'm not going to get this many goals. I'm not going to get this contract. I'm not going to get this extension. And uh, at the end of the day, you realize that winning gets you whatever you want, no matter you know, no matter where you are in your career, how old you are, how young you are. If you're a winner, you're going to play longer. If you're a winner, you're not going to need to put up the extra, you know, 20 points in a season as long as you're a, a winner. You're, somebody's going to want you. So that's a, a mindset that. Um, you teach these young players and it's a, it's leadership in the locker room. It's leadership from the coaches and leadership from management. So it's, it's, um, and you know what, sometimes it's, it's leadership from parents. Sometimes it's management talking to parents and saying, Hey, you know what? It, it's, it's you know, kind of gang up on a player to, to, to get the mindset in, but it takes time. You know, uh, Jordan Kyrie is still a very young player and maybe this not making the playoffs and watching everybody play and having the extra month off might, uh, you know, might irk them the right way. St. Louis Blues fans. Dave Reed is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You can watch him on NHL Network. Dave, as you mentioned, you did play for Ken Hitchcock with Dallas. Uh, we're obviously huge fans of Hitch here in St. Louis. I am curious, do you have a favorite memory, a favorite story of Ken Hitchcock and your time with him in Dallas? Oh, uh, you know what? Um, you kind of got me on that one. There'd be, a lot, there'd be, there'd be plenty of uh, crazy yelling and shouting moments. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I would say I, I came in to hitch one time just a per, on a personal moment. I came in to hitch and I wasn't happy about how much I was playing. And I, I sat down, I talked to him about, you know, what my goals were and I, I want to play more of this and that. And, um, you know, it was kind of a philosophical thing that uh, you don't always think of hitch about, but uh, it, it kind of stuck with me. And, and I, he said, David, he said, don't worry about your, you know, kind of what I'm saying about Jordan Kyrie. He said, don't worry about, next year's contract or your next contract. He says, you need to worry about how you're good you're going to be next practice and then how good you're going to be next game. And that'll dictate whether or not you're going to be able to stay in the lineup and continue to play. Don't worry about a contract if you can't do what you need to do today. 
And it was a very simple, straightforward co- uh, conversation. But, you know, everybody you talk about Hitch, it's the yelling and screaming and the joking and the guys shooting pucks at him and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he's still probably the greatest coach I ever had as far as tactician and, and motivator. I swear he had everybody on the team um, hating him at the same time, but we all pulled together and we won with him. Um, and as I look back on it, it was, you know, many of the great coaches are like that. You, you, they drive you crazy, uh, but you're all in the same boat. You know, it's not like you've got half the team liking the coach and half the team disliking the coach. But, um, you know, Hitch was fantastic. I, I've got a lot of respect for Hitch. He's a fantastic hockey, hockey guy. Um, you know, Doug Armstrong was our assistant GM when I was in Dallas as well. And Army just lived around the corner from me. So, you know, you guys are very fortunate in St. Louis to have one of the, the, the best hockey minds in the game. And, um, one of the best GMs there in St. Louis. A lot of respect for Army as well. well speaking of Army, Dave, um, the, when you look at the state of the Western Conference, like uh, up until a couple of days ago, there was only one team that had clinched a playoff spot. Now more teams have clinched. There's still a race for a couple of teams to get in. But the Western Conference has not been as overwhelming as the Eastern Conference has been in terms of Eastern Conference teams. And with a, with a general manager like Doug Armstrong, do you see this as a quick turnaround for St. Louis to where they could be back in the competition of the West next year? Well, you have Jordan Cairo, you got Robert Thomas, Pavel Buchnevich there. Those are three really good young players and young enough players. Um, Braden Shen, after watching that last game, went, went away with three assists and that, uh, I think it was the shootout loss, but um, uh, the way he battled. Uh, there's, a, there's a really good balance on, on the Blues right now uh, of youth and experience. And Bennington's not an old goaltender, but he's still a solid goaltender. Um, you know, and it, St. Louis is a place you, you're never going to worry about getting free agents to want to go there. It's a great place for players to play. Everybody loves it there. And um, you know, certain cities are very fortunate when you can attract free agents and guys are like, "Yeah, I'd love to go there." You've got, and there's always a competitive team. I mean, Tampa Bay didn't make the playoffs a few years back, and you know, in, in the middle of their great runs and this and that. And sometimes you have these moments like they like in, you do this year with St. Louis, and it's it's all right. It's a reset. And I think that's kind of where you're at because it, the team's too strong to say that you can't compete against the, the teams in the Central Division. You know, I, I'm, I truly believe this is still a good enough team to compete against the teams in the Central Division. And you never know what's going to happen with free agency uh, through the course of the summer. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think that St. Louis is de- definitely still in the mix, and Army's going to keep it that way. I'm, I think if you weren't, Army would probably have come out and said, you know what, we're going to uh, – we're, we're going to start fresh. We're going to rebuild. Plus, I think I think they got two or three first rounders coming up for the draft. Yeah, um, and and those may not be selections; those may be flipped for players uh, that are going to be useful players and uh, help the team win next year. So, a lot of teams with the, the picks are like, "Yeah, that's great," but um, you know, we're going to get what we want for the future, and we're going to be able to flip those for something that we can use right away. And, and you know, Army's been around long enough to understand that. Uh, Draft picks are, are an asset, not always used to select 18 or 19-year-olds. Dave, final one for me. Uh, speaking of this Blues team in the last 12 games, that offense has been one of the best in the NHL. And I know there's been some talk around the NHL, specifically Pierre Lebrun put a piece out on The Athletic talking about how the offense is at an all-time high. Are we seeing that transition of the NHL maybe away from more of that Ken Hitchcock style that was a focus on the defensive side of the game to now all about the offense? Yeah, I, I think that I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I think we are seeing that. Uh, what I what I really think, um, and the reason I think we're seeing it is it's the puck possession game. You know, like in twenty years ago, even fifteen years ago, 
Um, you didn't take the puck down low in the corner and have five guys close and then try the breakout. I mean, every team breaks out to the center right down, uh, not in the slot, but in, in kind of in the low part of the circle there, that instead of just going up the boards with it or behind the net. And you do it in the neutral zone. Teams are looking for that pass in the neutral zone, whereas 15 years ago, there were between blue lines, you didn't think of passing it to the guy in the neutral zone unless you had all sorts of space. Now you're throwing it between legs, you're saucering it over sticks, and the skill level of the players from top to bottom is able to do it. And the coaches are like, all right, you know what, let's do it. And every team is happy to play that way. There's not a team in the league that says, don't try to be offensive, don't try to create. When, you know, and I think that's the newest thing about coaching. It's like we're going to let the players create. They go back, they look at the iPads, they understand right away the players, oh, hey, you know what, it wasn't there, but if I did it this way, it was there, whereas we couldn't do that 15 years ago. They weren't doing that. So uh, I think it's a great transition to the offensive part of the game, even though I still think the defensive structures are there on teams. You know, Even though it's not uh, defense first, defense first, and a lot of teams it is defense first, the skill level is just so good that you can't stop it. And if you do, you're taking penalties. I mean, Guys don't hook and hold like they used to anymore, and that's just creating more freedom and more plays and more offense. So um, I think it's fantastic, but being a defensive forward, I still see plenty of smart <laughs> defensive players out there and, and defensive structure. It's just, the skill level of these guys is just so scary good. Like they, they saw pucks over two sticks in between legs right on a guy's tape for a backdoor tap-in. And you know, that, that didn't happen 15 years ago. It didn't happen... 10 years ago, and it's happening with frequency today. I mean, the Michigan, I mean, seriously, guys didn't even try that in practice years ago, and now guys are doing it in games. How many times do you see between the leg passes or flips? Or, I mean, the skill level is just uh, is remarkable. So I think it's a combination of everything, and I love it. I think, I think it's great. I'm, I'm quite happy to go back to the 80s when you're playing eight, six games, and um, you're down by three. No big deal. We can come back, and we're seeing that. So it, it, makes, it makes for... Great entertainment, and that's what hockey's all about. It's, it's an entertainment business, and uh, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Hey, Dave, this has been great to catch up, man. Thank you so much for the time today. We appreciate your work over on NHL Network, and we always appreciate when you have a little bit of time to share it with us here on 101 ESPN. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks. I'm going to miss the Blues this year in the playoffs. It was always fun. Always fun watching them. Always fun watching Binner.